0: Hey guys, it's Spence, the evil genius, from Lab Secrets. Danis and I have gotten together to do a series of videos to try to help you understand a little bit more about the business of being a freelancer. And what's really specifically my niche is the business of using WordPress to succeed in monetizing your freelance lifestyle so if you got a couple minutes today I'd really love to share some time with you and give you a little bit about my background online as well as I'm gonna leave you with 10 takeaway tips today that'll help you start thinking about how you can get your monetization strategy going as a freelancer and hopefully if you enjoyed today's video we're gonna do a series of videos that are gonna be presented over at First Web Designer that are gonna give you step-by-step everything you need to understand how to get customers how to use WordPress how to think like a business person and in the bigger scheme of things to succeed because that's what i've been doing for the last six years um, let me just jump right in. in fact i actually have been in a number of hard businesses meaning offline businesses things real estate law uh... development entrepreneurial endeavors but the best thing about being online is that unlike any other type of business you don't need a physical structure you don't need a physical presence in any particular place you don't usually even need startup capital if you're a person like myself who likes to bootstrap and best of all your customers are wherever you find them so they could be in your backyard or they could be across the entire globe so specifically about WordPress the reason I'm so enthusiastic is a little bit to do with my own history so let me jump in my passions in life have always been about gadgets and I've always been into photography and in my teens and 20s videography became available and those visual arts were always a great alternative to the things that I might have been doing with school or with any kind of other business type things. And as the technology progressed, and I'm talking now, I don't know, many of you might not know this. I'm 46, as we sit here today, in, in 12 of uh, December of 12. Um, when I was a teen, we, we had, you know, black and white photography, color photography. You had to develop it, and I learned how to do that. I had a little mini darkroom in the bathroom, the whole thing but it was expensive and time-consuming and very analog and then slowly but surely in my teens and 20s uh, computers came about and inched their way towards a completely new way of doing things and I like to use the word democratization that technology has been accelerating ever faster and so now in 2012 any of you have the tools available to you to do things digitally that would have cost hundreds of thousands of dollars, maybe even millions of dollars back in the 80s, early 90s, even into the 2000s. And so that democratization has opened up this freedom to express yourself. So again, jumping back and forth a bit, when I was uh, growing up and doing these kinds of businesses, I was always excited about these visual arts. And um, as I got older and I, I did achieve uh, another passion of mine, which was flying, I achieved a pilot's license very young at 16. Uh, I became interested in a particular type of flying Uh, after I was done with law school that was called uh, trike flying. It's a microlight in Europe. And basically this is like a motorcycle with wings. And if you can imagine, the panoramic view really got me going as far as the idea that I could do photography and videography from this machine. Uh, The birth of my first child actually helped a little too because I started to look into getting digital video cameras. Long story short is that I had two outside passions that were unrelated to my business at the time, which was real estate, and I started to tinker around with them and became really excited about the idea of posting videos from the trike that I was flying as well as you know family-type videos of my son uh, at the time online. But the technology was expensive. It was complicated to put up a website. There was nobody doing this stuff, so it was really kind of tinker mode. And I had a happenstance where I came across one of the first social networking software products out there. And this is after my website had been going for a couple of years. The site was called trikepilot.com. And I put it up originally, I think, around 2000, uh, maybe 2000, early 2001. And it was always me just posting these tiny photos and tiny video postage stamps because it was so expensive to host and complicated. You need hardware and all kinds of stuff across the desktop to even make a little postage stamp around 2006 when the social networking uh, idea started uh, it was a company called Ning it was funded by Mark andreessen and um, a group of investors and it was run by Lady Gina Bianchini this was the idea even before Facebook was really that big outside of campuses where you could actually have other people share by posting their own videos and photos and stories and all that stuff so what happened was the idea of of um, little hobbies come together with the technology advancing coming together with the software meant that all of a sudden the environment was available that I could share with the people interested in the subject they could share with me and we had a social circle Now, obviously all this stuff is a little passe as far as social networking we all have that in every day every part of our life But the same kind of democratization of the equipment that enabled me to start hosting videos for free from other people and allowing other people to really make HD quality videos from these little things they mount on their head or mount on the trike has really accelerated in the last couple of years so that now the videos that are being produced at this little hobby site that you know, I think we have about 3,500 people now um, are as good as any cinematic experience you might have found 10 years ago. In fact, the equipment in a post-it stamp size camera produces as good as a big old Sony did 10 years ago. And anyway, bringing it back to WordPress, which is my point. WordPress is so exciting to me as a freelancer. And that's why I told Danis that I really want to focus my video tutorials on WordPress. In the last three years, um, I've become somewhat of a niche expert in how to use WordPress as sort of your Lego block system. Or if you know what this company called, it's called IKEA Furniture. They make modular furniture that's extremely popular around the globe, especially in the United States. So that if you're not an interior decorator, you could still reasonably make a beautiful household for yourself. You just pick the components, and the components all have a certain integrity with each other. So that you could buy one here today and another tomorrow, and know they'd still work. Again, like Lego blocks for kids. A Lego block from 50 years ago still works the same with one bought today. And that means that even if you're not an expert toy designer, you can really have fun with it, and people can buy and sell and trade. WordPress to me has had that same capacity, and so in the last three years, been working on perfecting a system over at Lab Secrets and now at LabZip that lets people who are not WordPress experts, not PHP coding experts, they don't know what JavaScript is from anything, don't even understand the concepts about hosting a site, to basically take a business idea for themselves or a business idea that they want to sell to others, i.e., freelance work or design work or creative endeavors or task type endeavors and be able to get online with it start making money with it without any hassles just like you can buy a couple Legos and just know how to snap them together without having to design the spaceship or the car or anything in advance just follow the directions now I'm gonna take it one step further because I did jump ahead a little bit to me what's so fascinating about WordPress is that my company originally got started because in this trike flying network on Ning we found that they had a great environment but they were missing some of the key components that would have made it possible for these other businesses like my my own or entrepreneurs like myself to succeed so they didn't have some basic things like chatting and some advertising and some other plugins and I had a great accidental encounter with a person who became my partner and he's a fantastically talented person and designer his name is Mick Balaban and he One day, out of the blue, because he was a trike pilot, sent me a logo and said, you know, this would be something if you're interested in for trike pilot. And I obviously thought it was terrific, but it also triggered in me an idea about asking him whether he wanted to do a business of building accessories for this Ning community, which at the time had maybe eight or 12,000 sites that were basically networks of people, maybe hundreds or thousands, who were doing things on a niche. Maybe it was advertisement, maybe it was photography, maybe it was music. But there was no tools requiring, uh, that were available, I should say, to let them take it to the next level. So again, forgive me for bouncing a little back and forth, but that encounter with Mick was something that, to me, triggered an idea that I want to impress upon you, which is that there was an opportunity that presented itself that, had I not been open to, might have passed me by, passed us by. Instead, it did trigger in me, maybe because I've done this before and I was always looking, an aha moment. And the idea being that you've got a community of people who love a certain software that needs certain things made easier or a pain point solved. And when you put those two together, a business was there. And for us, we did extremely well for the time that we were doing it in selling these accessories. We called it Widget Laboratory. We called these widgets. They were just little accessories. But people were so hungry because they're already invested with their time and their soul and their energy into this whole idea of their network that when we provided them away in the closed sort of fishbowl to get these extra accessories they were ready and willing to buy and that went to another opportunity after uh, the Ning situation was over uh, a company called Social Go where we ended up building specifically those kind of things for them upon request and all of that led to around 2010 where WordPress came basically out of the woodwork and that changed everything because whereas those were sort of closed networks that allowed people to do things only in a certain way. WordPress is an open source platform and WordPress has been built from the ground up in such a unique way that today I believe as of December 2012 there's more than 18% of the entire internet. I believe more than 65 million people or companies using it for their sites. And that means a couple things to you as a freelancer. Number one, it is the most concentrated potential area for you to find customers anywhere forget about Dreamweaver forget about Drupal forget about Joomla forget about any other kind of CMS WordPress has so many customers on it you will never ever 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 run out number two these are customers that because WordPress is so easy on the user interface side are low technology people which means they're ripe for getting to a certain point and then getting a little frustrated where you can jump in and make them happy instantly with whatever little niche or business opportunity you want to take and run with and I'm gonna explore that in a second number three besides those two points WordPress by itself has so much development energy and resource energy in the way of code and accessory plugins and uh, themes plugins for example there's more than 20,000 at last count available and all that code is open source so you can take something that's close and you can tweak it a little, whether it be style or some of the features. And even if you don't, you can almost inevitably find f- some plugin that solves each little particular quirk that your client wants to have set up. Because the user inter- interface to them is still simple, they appear uh, oblivious to how- what you did, but you look like a hero. It really gives you a great return on investment because the client is always happy and you look like the smartest person and it enables you to build a relationship with them so those are three reasons big reasons why I particularly have built my business on WordPress since 2010 I have no intention going anywhere else now let's talk about 10 points that we're going to get into more detail on during these video courses and I really number one want all of you to let me know let Danis know, are these videos that I'm doing helpful obviously there's about three hundred and fifty more videos of mine you can go watch over at lab or lab secrets but this series is specifically about you as a freelancer with no previous expectations of either being an expert developer or php coder or css person i'm gonna walk you step by step how to make a business using wordpress as a freelancer All right. let's talk about a couple i have some notes here first of all people are people whether offline or on so build a relationship and what that means is That, again, in real life, you wouldn't walk up to a complete stranger and just go, give me money because I'm a great guy or great girl. You need to have some sort of a relationship. They need to know who you are, what's your personality. Nothing annoys me more than these companies that do really well, but hide behind a complete anonymous wall. In fact, ironically, some of the most successful theme authors on WordPress, specifically in this area called ThemeForest, um, They sell without anybody knowing their name or face or anything else. So there are exceptions. But in general, my opinion is in this very big world of six billion people, people should know who you are. And don't be afraid if you're one person living under a rock somewhere in the desert or out in the ocean. That's who you are. And that's what people remember because people want a relationship with somebody they know is there, know trust, and know that there's a mutual sort of symbiotic uh, situation they need you you need them All right. find some pain or paint a pretty picture that's where the money's hiding and I described this already but WordPress presents so many opportunities because a good majority of the folks using it are intending to build some kind of a business or use it to support some kind of a business so that means that you can go out and do a search for various types of niches that might interest you and you will inevitably find forums or areas where people are discussing their problems And by becoming somewhat of a little expert on using WordPress, you can go into that community, become a part of the community, become a welcome part, and offer turnkey solutions built on WordPress that solve those things. And it doesn't mean it has to be all technical. It could be just design elements. You could be somebody that knows how to modify themes that are being used by, I don't know, a photography site so that the other people can display their photos as nicely as you show you can do. You can go into a gaming site and show people how to do rating systems so people can vote on their favorite video games. You can design logos. You can do themes. The list goes on and on. Find the community of people that already exist and basically see what pain they're talking about. And then go back to what I'm teaching you, Danis, and teaching you, we're showing you a First Web Designer, and apply that to develop your own solution to the pain. The reciprocal to that is called painting a pretty picture, and you can do that also, which is to say, there's a lot of people that don't have pain, but they're just not sure what they want to do, and they want you to just be the cheerleader. Hey, look what I did. Look at my customers. Look at the people who I helped build these beautiful sites. Do you want one of those? I can do that too. No problem. And with our system, we're going to show you, you can do this like that simple. You don't even have to reinvent the wheel for every uh, client the next one is in a world of six billion people or more you only need a thousand fans thank you Seth Godin if you've never read any Seth Godin I encourage you to do so He's one of the most famous and really I think intelligent marketing experts out there and he says that in a world that we live in today which goes along with relationships you don't need to have six billion people to be successful if you're a single freelancer or small company even a thousand people who are fans will make it a livelihood let's do the math if you have a thousand people that's enough if you got depending on your lifestyle choice if you got a hundred dollars a month for some subscription and believe me in WordPress that is not unusual because you can include hosting you can do all kinds of themes or features just bear with me if you got a thousand people let's make it easy let's do a, a thousand people paying a hundred dollars a year that's only like nine dollars a month it's a it's a hundred thousand dollars right and if you have a recurring revenue model, which is even better, let's say they're paying you $10 a month, $10 a month times a 1,000 people. So it's 10 times 12 is $120 a year per customer times 1,000. That's $120,000 year in and year out. If they're using you for hosting or support or other kinds of design uh, technical questions that you become good at, you can see very quickly you'll never need to go anywhere else. Now, it's a simple example, we're going to go more details on it, but I just want you to see how the multiplication factor can be so powerful. Don't be afraid to share your own personality, but try not to kill off your brand either. And so this is interesting because as a freelancer, there are a lot of people that become well-known for their graphic or artistic skill, but they never think about the idea that maybe I'm going to be more successful than I thought, and down the road I might want to bring an investor or I might want to sell the company. So be sure to always be thinking about this and I'll go into more details in the other videos about how it is you can build up your own personality and your own relationship but not lose sight of the fact that you've got a bigger brand in mind because you want to have a company that yes, people understand is basically you in your closet the first year or two, but down the road like many other successful businesses might grow out of that area into something much larger. So don't end up putting it necessarily you know Spencer Foreman's website design maybe you need a brand name and it's just Spencer Foreman happens to be the well-heard founder okay that's what I try to do obviously with the lab brands but it's still Spence, right so if I ever go somewhere else the brand itself hopefully will live on beyond me democratization of tools has arrived anyone can be the Wizard of Oz now I touched on this originally the Wizard of Oz story if you don't know it of course all of his great power and control and everything it turned out was just a facade it was just this machine and he was manipulating the knobs well as I mentioned in years past videography was really defined by the equipment that you owned and it was extremely expensive and so was hosting and computer stuff now those barriers are gone I don't have it in front of me but an 18 year old kid with an iPhone can make a full-length HD movie. A kid on a laptop can make 3D special effects that are better than Star Wars, for God's sake. The tools are no longer the barrier to entry, which means that you better get your content together, your marketing together, get your brand together, because only by that will you be able to achieve some level of a relationship and some level of a business that goes on. You can no longer just say, well, we happen to own the very expensive equipment, so you can't go anywhere else. Those days are gone. All right. Your clients can be in your backyard or 8,000 miles away. We talked about that, too. Basically, we've got a situation now where you don't have to worry like, oh, I saw Bob down the street or, oh, my only client is in America. You can live on an island. You can live on a mountain. You can be a a nomad like Danis who takes vacations and travels around with a laptop. Wherever you may be, your clients can be right there on Skype, email, directly through your support form. And that also means that you can look for your clients in America, especially corporate America, which I'm gonna show you in another video, where you literally got three places. I'm not gonna tell you in this video, I want you to come back. Three places you can go. I guarantee you, you can make $500 in one day if you go to these places. Guaranteed. And I'm gonna show you in another video, so please do come back. All right. Be a symbiotic parasite, and that is to create an accessory in a thriving marketplace. Now, in my experience, I kind of went fast through it, but I accidentally stumbled upon making accessories for this closed network of Ning. And obviously, my partner developed them all, and he did an outstanding job. I marketed and then sold them. And in later years, I became more proficient uh, in the WordPress world with development. But the idea was that we didn't reinvent the whole social network. We didn't try to make the main marketplace the the main business. We found some place where people were already congregating. Think of the metaphor of the water in the ocean. There's a whole ocean out there. But yet, maybe all the fish are all in just one little cove. Go where the fish are, see what's going on, find their pain, paint their pleasure, and service them by being a very well, um, what's the word I could look for, a welcomed member of that community by not being a spammer or a blogger or taking away, but contribute, help, help, help find out what people need and then and only then graciously try to make an invitation to say hey i've got a solution here for somebody if you're interested not at the expense of the host of course Okay. buyers have egos choose the best product service names to maximize your product this is a whole video series by itself if you have a person that you're selling to versus a small company or a large company the naming convention of your products and services is hugely important no corporate buyer is going to buy a product from you that's called hobbyist. No individual person is going to buy something called enterprise because those imply consciously or subconsciously pricing and egos that you may not realize yet, but I'm going to show you how important this can be. Especially, let's say, if you're selling a small business or medium business, there's usually two people or more in the decision chain. And if it's something that they're going to rely on for their business, they can't have a naming convention that implies something less than perfect and professional. Ironically, this leaves you open to some incredible advantages in pricing your product. Because the same thing that could be the hobby version, you could change the name and add a couple other service components to it and charge 5 or 10 or 20 or 30 times more and they'll gladly pay it. It's just the same way that maybe, I don't want to say women in particular, men too, but like if you take a car or a handbag, you could have the same comparable quality and products in many cases, and yet one of them is the well-known you know, luxury brand, and they charge five or ten times more. Nightclubs do this too. When they put up the velvet rope and put a bunch of people in front, even though the club is empty, it's to give you the perception that something must be going on. Last one I'm going to leave you is you are a programmer, you just don't know it yet awaken your power and learn how to code and I'm not gonna ask any of you to be a PHP developer and start from scratch but remember we're dealing with a Lego block type system so just like with my own particular learning curve you can learn snippets here and there to make you feel and actually seem to your clients to be supercharged and that's gonna make it really easy for you to take a variety of different Disparate blocks or IKEA furniture pieces, whatever you want to say, put them together, make these really amazing solutions, charge a premium price, and have a happy customer, a long term relationship, and a recurring revenue as a freelancer, which will free you from the typical thought of, I must work by the hour, I am a slave to my freelance job. Absolutely not. You'll build a brand, you'll build a product. You'll have relationships, you'll have fans, you'll be able to do something that I can point to a dozen people that I actually will in some of these videos have done just that thing. I'm over my time limit, but it's been really my pleasure to introduce you to this new concept, this new series we're doing for First Web Designer. And I'm really looking forward to your feedback, so please comment, comment, comment. Tell me what you like or don't like about what we're going to be talking about so I can kind of change and manipulate things. The suspense, the evil genius. I'll see you next time.